Hey, bestie, it's your girl. I'm back. All right, today I am here to talk about some gems that I like to drop in order to enable my 10 year old daughter to thrive. And even my four year old, my four year old son, but especially my daughter, because you know, she's entering those tween years and becoming a teenager, and it can be really rough. So, here are some mom norms from Amanda that I like to constantly instill in my 10 year old daughter. Now, you may be like, Amanda, I don't have any kids. It will all make sense at the end. Just sit back, whether you have kids or don't, just sit back, relax, grab some snacks, and hear me out. First, confidence is a big thing for me and always challenging ourselves to step out of our comfort zone, knowing that nothing worth doing and nothing easy happens in the zone of comfort. And I say this to my child all the time, and she's always like, I know, mom. (laughs) You know, I get that eye roll, but I've seen her take this and apply it to certain things in her life and accomplish the thing that she wanted to do, especially when it comes to her gymnastics. She's been doing gymnastics since she was four. And gymnastics is a really tough sport. I don't know if you guys watch it, but it's really incredible what these gymnasts can do. And watching her grow from a four-year-old to now almost 10-year-old in the sport of gymnastics, number one, she works her ass off. I mean, she goes to gymnastics four days a week for four hours a day. And, you know, while it's a team sport, it's also a very individual sport. This could be a good thing, but sometimes it can be a a bad thing, a challenging thing, I should say. It really challenges you, especially when you see what you've accomplished versus what your teammates have accomplished. And for Anna, there's been some struggles with her accomplishing certain skills. And she could get really down on herself when she would see her teammates accomplishing or getting a skill and she would be the last one to get a skill or still struggling with that skill. It really affected her confidence. And, you know, just having that scarcity mindset of doing something. I mean, hey, I can preach all day to her and tell her to do the thing. But if you put me up on a beam and tell me to do a cartwheel or whatever on a, on a beam, that's probably not even a foot <laughs> in width. I may not want to do it right away either. So, you know, the things that this child has done has been absolutely amazing. But there are those times where she's scared. And I seen that firsthand, you know, I I would go to her practices and see her do her dismount, which was one thing that she struggled with. And when her coach is there by her side, she does it perfectly, perfectly. But when she's by herself and doesn't have that person by her side, she gets in her head. So I knew she had the skill. It was just the confidence. It was the scarcity and the feeling like it was challenging for her to do it by herself. What could happen? And I just constantly instilled that, you know, Anna, nothing worth doing. Nothing easy happens in the zone of comfort. You got to push yourself out of your comfort zone to do the thing. Once you do the thing and you feel how amazing it feels to do the thing and how easy it is, you just got to get out of your head. And I seen her do that at her last meet this year. She did her dismount, landed it perfectly, got her highest score on beam that she's received the entire season. And she was so proud of herself. I was on the stands crying because I knew that we worked on this for so long. And it really did just come down to her mindset and having to just step out of her zone of comfort in order to achieve the thing. It was like such an amazing mom moment. I was like, yay, it's my baby girl. (laughs) It was so, so amazing. Okay, so the next thing, I have these cards and they're super cute. If any of you do have kids, I highly suggest you check these out. They're positive reinforcement. They're like mantra cards and they have really cute things uh, that you can do with your child, you know, such as like just really tapping into mindfulness, like sitting back, taking breath, connecting to your body. 
They each have really cute sayings on them. But the one that stuck out for us the most, and I say this to her all the time, I write it on everything. It's kind of become like our little catchphrase to one another is the mighty moon. And it says, close your eyes and breathe in. Exhale, say out loud, just like the moon, I am enough. Instilling in my child that she is enough in the now and everything that she does is really important to me. So important to me, especially in those moments where she doesn't feel like she's enough. You know, and this can very much tie into the confidence piece. But just knowing that you are worthy and you are enough of anything that you set out to do or achieve is so important. And I love these cards because, you know, it has like guiding questions. What does it feel like to be enough? What makes you feel full and alive in your body? What makes you feel most alive and full? So it's really like tapping into her joy and finding out things that light her up, you know, as she's coming into her teen years and really molding this form of identity for herself. You know, I really like to instill in her, what are some things that bring you joy? What do you like to do? Who do you like to be? How do you like to dress? And knowing that you're worthy to do that. You want to wear that outfit? Go ahead, girlfriend. You're worthy. Do it. You know, just giving her that confidence and knowing that just like the moon, she is enough. And I write it on everything. When she runs out in the morning to get on the bus, I shout it. <laughs> when she gets out, when she runs out in the morning to catch the bus, I I shout it just like the moon. And she responds, I am enough. And I'll probably say that um, until the day she gets married. Who knows? And even after that. <laughs> so the, the next thing is a body positivity. It's a big thing for me. Body positivity, loving your body the way it is in order to accept yourself and in order to make changes. You know, so telling her that she's absolutely beautiful just the way she is, encouraging her to nurture her body and honor her body with foods that serve and deserve to enter her body rather than coming from a place of shame. Like, don't eat that. You're going to get fat. Oh, don't eat that. You know, that's going to happen if you eat that. You know, that for me, I never really had a good experience with that. It always brought like shame. And and I coped with shame by eating. So, so I didn't want to like have instill that same pattern into her, you know? So for me, it's really important to instill that body positivity. Like, again, like I said, you want to wear the thing, you wear it. You you really need to step in and and mold this way of being for yourself, who you want to be now that you're becoming a teenager. And I try to tell her all these things of just molding your personality and showing your personality and the things that you wear and the way that you dress and the way that you love your body. And sometimes, again, I get the eye roll, but I see her coming into herself. She'll come in and she'll show me like a certain outfit that she's wearing. And she loves to do like these get ready with me videos where she shows everyone what she's going to wear. And she's really getting into makeup and putting makeup on and doing her hair and all the accessories and all the things. And, you know, sometimes I roll my eyes because she's way, way, way girlier than I was at 10 years old. I was more so like a tomboy, like dirt under the fingernails. Let me just throw a t-shirt and shorts on and go out and play stickball in the street. Whereas she's kind of like a good combination of both. She'll play stickball in the street, but she's also playing stickball in the street with some mascara on and eyeliner. So (laughs) it's a good combination of both. I say this because sometimes in life we have to learn behaviors or, or we have learned behaviors, I should say. And we call these generational loops. You know, I like to call them generational loops that we find ourselves in. You know, when someone's like, 
oh my God, they're just like their mother or oh my God, they're just like their father. In a way, we truly are. We're taking what wasn't ours from birth and making it ours because that's what we learned, that's what we observed, and that's all we know. And sometimes we take this way of being and live out our entire lives like that. Or on the other hand, we grow up not receiving the things that we needed and then in turn come from a place of of lack. And again, that's all we know. And we make the choice to live out our entire lives with that narrative. And I stress the word choice, choice, because (laughs) living with a specific way of, of thinking, of being is a choice. It honestly is. We can make the decision to stay the same or we can make the decision to change. And hey, change is freaking hard, but it's so rewarding. We have to step out of our comfort zone. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And I knew, you know, in my life, there were things about my mindset, that mental narrative that needed to change. And maybe you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe there's some things about my life that need to change. Some things that I just keep up in the old brain box that I need to change. That was my life experience. And I did it. I changed it. And now as a mom raising two kids and having an almost 10-year-old girl entering into those tween years, I want to make sure that I'm giving her the mindset that she needs in order to grow and create a way of being that enables her to thrive. So I give her these things and sometimes she rolls her eyes and sometimes she listens. But I also lead by example, meaning I embody everything that I say. I walk the talk. Because kids more often do as you do and not as you say. So in order for me to really instill those tools that drop those gems in order for my child to thrive, I need to instill those tools within myself. I had to tell myself those things as an adult. I had to go back to that version of me that felt not confident in anything that she did. I felt that she wasn't worthy or deserving of anything good in her life that really didn't have a sense of joy or what brought her joy, that wasn't confident in her body and felt shameful of her body. I had to go back and tell that little girl all of those things that I now instill in my child. And my takeaway for all of you today, whether you have children or not, which is why I said it was so important, so I hope you're still here with me, is there is a little girl in each of us that needs to hear the things that we were never given. And change begins when we start to give those things to ourselves. When we start to believe and embody the things that are at one point in our lives we thought maybe wasn't true or maybe we weren't deserving of those things. And we tell ourselves those things that so we can go out there and level up and do big things to make an impact, to be a leader, to be a role model. And it all starts with you whether you were poured into from another person or not, make the choice today to start telling yourself the things you need in order to thrive. So that's it from me today. Another short and sweet. I'll step off my soapbox, but drop those gems and let's thrive, baby. Till next time. I'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening, Bestie. If you love what you heard, spread the word, screenshot this episode and post it on your social media. Don't forget to tag your girl. If you would like to show some further love, give this podcast a review over on iTunes and be sure to follow our Empowered Hype House community Facebook page. Super grateful for each and every one of you. Together, we create the next level self. 
Till next time, I'll see you in your home. 